welcome to Asking for a Friend, a Park Springs podcast. I'm Taylor, and each week I'll sit down with a godly mentor figure in my life and ask questions with the hope of receiving practical and biblical advice on the hard-to-navigate areas of daily life. Thank you for joining. Hello, everyone. What's up? Hey, Taylor. All right, we're back in the studio today. Um, that's code for Jared's office. That's, that's where we record most of the episodes. Sometimes I call it the studio. Yeah, but the studio. It's the studio when we're here and the microphone's here. And, um, yeah, we're going to have another good conversation today. Um, we're going to talk about everyone's favorite, my favorite. I say that <laughs> I on every like episode. I feel like every week is your, your favorite and everyone's favorite. Did, uh, you, um, did you take a poll to back up that statement? You know, I asked the listeners for questions, and then I emailed in. So... So, because you are both host and listener. Yeah, so, you know, I did ask the audience, and the audience did write in, and these are the questions that the audience and had. They fr- and you phrased it that, my favorite question to ask. Yeah, I, I blew my cover there, but uh, today we're going to talk about social media. Mm. Yep, which, if you know me, you know that's something I'd be struggling with. Okay. But, um, yeah, we're just going to get into it and have some deep talks about all it. the things yeah all the things jared himself is a social media influencer <laughs> he does influence people yeah so he's an influencer i think i have um 200 followers on instagram no way hey my facebook friends though i've got like you... close to 2,000 facebook oh friends, my so. gosh he is famous <laughs> yeah. lots of fa- that is a lot of facebook friends yeah do you have that many friends in real are they all your friends in real life Every once in a while I go through and purge oh. a bit. How many times have you done that since we've been Facebook friends? I like made oh, the cut. I don't, I don't know in a while. <laughs> it's more like like first year of college, sometimes like everybody would just add everybody who started that university at that time. So it's sometimes every once in a while somebody will like pop up like, I don't know who this, like we have some friends from college, but I don't know who you are. Or then it would be like somebody from high school would try to add me. It's like, well, we haven't talked in mm. 10 years, Kate. and we weren't friends in high school, and we're not friends <laughs> now, so I'm just going to go ahead and say no. They're yeah. just trying to ride off of your fame. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, it. Yeah. Great segue into um, my first question for you, Jared. When did you get involved in the social media game? Like, was that... Mm. I, I asked him this before we were recording, and he laughed, but I thought it was a real question. Like, was that a thing when you were... In college, all those years ago. <laughs> <laughs> all of those I f- years I feel ago. dumb asking now, though, but... Yeah, I feel... I'm trying to remember when, like... Which is not... Not the big ones today were not my first experience mm. with social media. Um, so really big when I was in middle school. And it wasn't quite social media, <laughs> but I feel like Forerunner uh, was... Uh, the first thing I remember kind of, like, interacting with people online, AOL Instant Messenger. Ooh. So that was a big deal. Because oh. it was also before phones were like, before every single person had a cell phone. Mm. So I got my first cell phone when I was 17. Did you what, have a little username on there? For AOL, yeah, AIM. Yeah, so everybody had an AIM username. So that was something like before even, before texting was really big. What was your username? Um, I think it was just like Jare, J-A-R-E-1-1-1. Like, I think it was like a sign randomly. So it wasn't, oh, too, okay. it wasn't super embarrassing. But that would be like a thing like, hey, get people's, aim username so then you can message them when you went home mm. which was easier than calling like i'm very used to like calling people on the phone too mm. um yeah because also when people first started getting cell phones it wasn't unlimited text so people weren't texting as much because it would like 
like some people like it was literally like 10 cents a message mm. so if you yeah so I'm sure a lot of people have memories of a very angry parent interaction when a bill showed up you know for like 150 bucks because mm. of 10 cent text messages anyways wow. that wasn't your question that is so foreign to me the first thing <laughs> I really remember was a site called Zanga do you know what that is it's I'm gonna it's they um they run Words with Friends. Oh really? Okay. The little red icon with the white dog. I haven't been on Words with Friends in a while. But anyways, it was I mean it's basically <laughs> the format was like a blog, but you could like mm. follow people and stuff. So it was like I wanna say that was around like eighth or ninth grade. Like we would all post like really angsty things oh about like gosh. being misunderstood and it that had like a portion like what song you were listening to when you wrote it. Oh and stuff. my god. So Xango was pretty That is so terrible. funny. Um, yeah, I remember some of that. Um, and then ninth or tenth grade was when MySpace really became a big thing. Mm. So that was a, a became a big deal in high school. Uh, so I had a MySpace, and when I used to be in a band, we had a band MySpace, <gasps> oh my which I don't know if it's still floating out there somewhere in internet world or mm. not. I think I think because MySpace I think technically still exists, but I think it changed what they actually do. Yeah, um, so I, I don't no I don't think those pages I think all of those are gone I hope you hope because there was a, so there was a big I remember if you find it right into our email account and let's see Jared's link, link MySpace that, yeah I mean I have no idea there was a big deal at one point so like your profile MySpace did this thing where you could pick your top like six friends oh, and oh that that no. became cutthroat in high school because oh, I was like okay no. who who were you putting who are my six yeah, ride or dies yeah. Because then, yeah, like, if a friendship ended, did you have to take one out? Or, like, who you're talking to, who you're interested in. Oh. And also, you could pick, like, a profile song. So you could, yeah, so this MySpace. Sounds... So then, <laughs> right when I finished high school was when Facebook started to become a big thing. Mm. So 2007. So at that point, I remember, I think I got it, a Facebook, right after I finished high school. And at the time, how Facebook, you could only get a Facebook if somebody that was in sent you an invitation. Mm. So it was when it was very much so associated with colleges. Yeah, how like you started. had to have a college email yeah. to sign up, right? Yeah, so I think one of my buddies right after high school, he was in, and I think he he sent me a sign <laughs> He up. was in. He was in. Uh, the Facebook, yeah. Um, so yeah, probably those first two years of college was when Facebook really started to become what it is. What now. year was that? If you feel comfortable. Yeah. Sharing. I'm, I'm <laughs> it was kind of perfectly confident. Ago. Well, so I, well that not part of the podcast. So I, I finished I actually finished high school December two thousand six, a semester early. Then just played in a rock band with my brother. That's a different story. Um, so I got a Facebook sometime in 2007, but then I kind of view, like I did some junior college classes, but I view college, like I kind of jumped full board into a full-time student in, uh, the fall of 2008. Mm. So that, yeah. So when I came up to college in Arlington, pretty much everybody on campus had a Facebook. Wow. So that was definitely how you connected with people. And it was definitely like on its way to being what it is now. Mm. So that's, what was your question? <laughs> yeah. Just about your social, like, what was your first social media, yeah. your experience with social media? Yeah, so that was kind of my journey into... Um, Stardom. Uh, the promise <laughs> of being connected online, and then when everybody was young and hopeful that social media would bring us all together. Yeah. That was before I... They, like, they didn't run ads at that point. Mm. That wasn't a thing on Facebook. Social media. Yeah, I think my first one 
Man, it was either Twitter or Instagram. I got them both in fifth grade without my in mom's permission. Grade. Yes. And, yeah, actually, I got a Facebook, too, and my cousin, uh, if she's listening, I haven't sent her the podcast link, she snitched on me to my mom. That you got a Facebook? Yeah, because my cousin's about 10 years older than me, and she snitched on me to my parents that I made a Facebook when they told me not to, and it was a huge thing, and mm. I got in big trouble. So then I made a new one, and I didn't add her that time. <laughs> that was the solution. Yeah, yeah. But so how, how many different social media platforms have you been on or are on? Oh, god. Like, what all have you? I feel like. All the things? I feel like when I was in middle school, high school, so probably sixth through ninth grade, I got on all the little ones that pop up, you know, the ones that last for a year or two. So Okay, like like Vine? Um, yeah, Vine would I'd say I would say is a bigger one. Like some of my middle school friends, um, they'll know like photo. It's like P H H H O T O and it's basically gifts. Okay. Shout out to my photo friends. And um <laughs> there was another one called Feed, which was basically Instagram plus Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean I feel like when you're younger, so yeah, you like know so right now I feel like one that started small but has blown up is TikTok, okay. which I am not on TikTok. Um, let it be known. Um, I feel as though I'm too old for that. Okay. But, um, yeah, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Well, I'm not active on them anymore, though. But, like, how many, like, current, like, unless you've deactivated, like, what, what's been mm. your, what have you been on? Probably, yeah, all, all of them. I'd say all of them, yeah. Definitely, like, the big three, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm yeah. on Snapchat. Um, and then the two small ones I mentioned. I was on Vine. I really wanted to be Vine famous. I just, I was too young. I wasn't So do you have some Vine videos out there floating uh, out the internet? If they're not gone, then yes. It's mostly Brenna because I feel like Brenna, you know, my younger sister, for those that don't know, she's funny and people love her. And especially when she was a kid, it would just be dumb videos of her dancing. And I was like, oh, she's going to get famous. And then it never took off. It got like three likes. Yeah. So when our band was still on MySpace, I remember, I think there was one weekend on one day, we got 100 plays in one day, and oh I was like, God. this is the beginning. <laughs> it's like after a weekend, we had played a couple of little local shows, and we yes. had 100 plays in one day. I was like, oh, we're going to make it. Mm. Still in a band? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my no, God. I, no, I work here at the oh, church. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I'm sorry. Okay, so social media. Yes, yeah. So all of this intro is to say, like, I I just wonder, and I know that people around me might be experiencing this too. It might just be a me thing. It, it's for my friends. We'll, we'll just say it's for my friends. You know, I've found with most <laughs> issues in life, none of us are all that unique. Yeah. So more than likely, if I have an issue, somebody else has that yeah, issue. That's yeah, that's kind of this podcast. It's yeah. like, I struggle with this. Let me blame it on my friends and then ask yeah. people about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess w what I've seen with social media is that it feeds, for me, I mean, for my friends, it feeds very unhealthy habits. Um, and it can just be really addicting. And I've seen it have a more bad effect than good effect on just my overall self-esteem if you want to call it that yeah just how I view myself and how I view others it has not I would say it 100% has not been helpful mm -hmm. which I think was what it was designed for but it's really just taken a turn for the unhealthy yeah in some ways like definitely kind of just reflecting back like how it really took off for me in high school so like finished high school 2007 so really 2005 on 
it's had a I'd say a pretty big part of people's lives that I've seen and it does in some ways seem like a huge social experiment we just kind of threw out there as you know internet became more available wi-fi became more of a thing and then 2007 is when the iphone came out mm. so then the advent of smartphones definitely like just threw that to the next level and so it does feel like this huge like social experiment and now now we're kind of seeing some bigger long-term effects on it and it is interesting how the the different, I mean, they're all kind of under that broad term social medias, but they're kind of used differently. Mm. Um, yeah. And because and some, you know, I think the, the I- idea was for people to be connected to each other over the internet, but some aren't used that way at all, really. I it's use just, Twitter. <laughs> well, I guess some people use Twitter that way. I, I don't like use Twitter that way. mostly fighting. Yeah, yeah. But, like, so people are still interacting. So, like... You know, I don't know, because, okay, so the ones I've used. Yes. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. So I never did TikTok or Snapchat. But I feel like, and I know people do, all of them have some form of messaging component, so you typically can interact with people. Uh, But I do feel like most of what I've seen with, like, like TikTok, it's just consumption. It's just Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. so some people are producers, some people are making the videos, but for the most part... It's not like interacting with somebody you know. Yeah. It's just looking, kind of like more like YouTube, which yes. I don't know if YouTube falls under the umbrella of I social media. I wouldn't call it social media. I mean, technically there's comments and stuff, but I view it more as like, kind of like an entertainment. Yeah, it's like a, more of a consumption side. Yeah, um, yeah, I would agree with that. But with, um, yeah, with the idea that you were able to connect with people, so in some ways I view it like it like promised closeness and it, it has not delivered that. Yeah. Um, in, in a lot of regards. So there, there are pros and cons, but I, I would say I, I have a similar reflection as you that the longer I've seen it play out, the longer I've been a part of it, I would say um, more negative than positive. So yeah. there are positives, but I would say I've seen probably more negatives from social media than positive. Yeah. I th- Yeah, especially, um, I think it's, I think each um, platform is for a target demographic or we kind of put them in bins that way so for me um facebook is where i go to receive likes from my dad's family (laughs) and people from church like that's where um like if i post something on there that's who it's for instagram is for people from high school or people my age from college and then snapchat is just Ah, uh, Snapchat is barely... It's like you said, that one's more of a messaging thing. It's not even Okay, so that's how you use social Snapchat? Media. Yeah, I don't okay. use it to be an influencer, be famous on there. Okay. So I would, yeah. I think for me the problem is, um, like, as much as I hate it, and it's, like, embarrassing to admit, but I guess it's helpful for this conversation. I'm one of those people that looks at the number of likes that I get, and I really let that bother me. Or I go through the... Like, let's say I get 200 likes on a photo. Big time. Yeah, I'm, my latest post, 208 likes. Oh, no. But, like, I'll go through that list, and I look at it, and I'm like, who is on this list and who's not? Why do they li- not, Why do they not like this photo, but they like this photo? <laughs> like, I, I let myself... It's just so crazy where my mind takes this thing that's supposed to be good, you know, like, oh, letting people from high school see what I'm up to. Not bad in concept, but when I'm receiving this attention, I let that just stir up well, that's been the big mind. thing. I think I, I I feel like I've heard the most in regards to Instagram, especially uh, with younger people and self-esteem. It's it's not only like 
okay, I look at my posts and how many likes they get, but then I compare it to a friend. Yeah. So definitely with like, I'd say younger people, like even high school, middle school, I think it's just really negative because it's like, okay, who's, who's this other person in my grade? Am I getting as many likes as them and why not? And then, yeah, carry that out and you could see kids who really have that desire for affirmation and just having pure acceptance um, that could lead towards doing more extreme things online to yes. get more likes. Which, so I mean, I mean, it's no secret that how big sexting has become, how big you know, sliding mm. into the DMs, and honestly, I mean, has straight up ruined some lives with pictures getting posted around schools and stuff. Yes. Because you know, yeah, you take it to an extreme of of, of desiring that affirmation that you know those, you know those, yeah, that likes or however you want to phrase it can be. Um, can be very affirming but also can be super damaging to people something else i see that is so disappointing for me um like seeing this happen for others um which some of my like legit friends like not me not me posing as my friends like some of my friends do this they um when we go out together they just take pictures and videos of everything mm -hmm. to post it on social media and just portray that they had this amazing time yeah. and they're they're um they're doing all these amazing things look what i'm doing look what i did and it when i think back to the time that we hung out the whole time it was just them on their phone taking yeah. pictures like it wasn't it takes away from living in the moment, yeah. which is so cliche. Like everyone's like, oh, like turn off your phone, get off your phone, live in the moment. But it is such a real thing. And I catch myself slipping into that. So I'll oh, yeah. do a cool thing and I'm like, oh wait, let me flex for the gram. Ah ha ha, just kidding. You know, I say it as a joke, but, but, then, you still, but then I pull so out my phone it, and yeah. take a picture and then yeah. I post it. So um, yeah, and even with like Brenna, my little sister, you know, like she knows that I am on social media all the time and just seeing how that is playing out in her life. Like she has those little habits that I have of like looking at likes. Where and did she get them from? Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like she, it's like one. I didn't specifically teach these things to her, so it kind of reveals like it's a it's a big thing. Like Brenna, yeah, it yeah, just yeah, kind of happens at this point if you're in, in that world. And she's so much younger than me, and it's so discouraging because it's like no, like I don't want you doing these things. I don't want you um, looking at who likes your photos and how many yeah. likes. But how can I tell her that when I'm over here doing the same thing every yeah. time I make a post? You know, yeah. it's just it's so, yeah. And it's not just a Taylor and Britta thing. Like it, I see it in so like um, even some of the youth girls here. Like it youth age people that I know it's just social media is just this big thing yeah. that typically brings more harm yeah. than good yeah which I mean so you can talk about it in a lot of ways like in all the different kind of age groups I, I definitely feel I I think I, I see guys interact with it less I would than agree. I would say than the guys my age I would say younger youth age like guys in some ways it's kind of ran its course because also they connect i think more over online gaming so that hey, wasn't yeah. <laughs> a thing so that was that was not much of a thing when i was a teenager like it just the internet capabilities mm. weren't that strong it started to become a thing in high school like halo came out and that became a big deal and then more people could start gaming with their friends if they had really good internet but now i see younger guys like teenage guys a lot more you know play online games with their friends but i don't see them as much on the like the the more typical social medias yeah which i don't think necessarily is a bad thing i mean we can talk about video games another time yeah uh, but definitely with with young ladies it, it um, seems more concerning on some of the socials and then even honestly you know i i think i mean our parents are on social medias and i see 
older older people who, who have adopted those things. I still think I see habits even in that age demographic that I would view as not helpful or healthy. Yes. So it is kind of interesting, the spectrum. It's, all, it's hitting the different ages yes. differently, but it's affecting, I would say, pretty much everyone. Yeah, and something um, that I think is worth talking about too, um, like the whole social justice and um, like wanting to speak up mm -hmm. and voicing your opinion about certain issues that are going on. So I guess not even just social justice, like politics in general, mm -hmm. um, like making your opinion known. Yeah. Um, which I think has always been a Facebook and Twitter thing, but over this past summer with everything that happened, mm -hmm. I saw that trickle into Instagram, which I feel yeah. like hasn't happened before. Yeah. At as large of a scale. Yeah. Just that need to speak up and say something. Well, I wouldn't even just say the need, but I would say the pressure too. Yes, that's that's what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, so that's an interesting thing too that in some ways, so social media used to just be kind of like you posted randomly every once in a while something that's going on in your life. Yes. But now it is almost like it has become life. And so you even see news articles, which is like, I, I don't think it's a healthy trend. Sometimes, you know, like with a celebrity or something, it's not just like, hey, this person said this, but it's like the silence of these people is deafening. Yes. It's like, well, why is what we do online more real yes. than what we actually just do? Think, and that's yes. a weird thing to me. That's, a, that's an odd. Um, and so, yeah, so uh, on some levels... Um, it has become this kind of declarative space to define who we are. And so, yeah, which, um, uh, and I think like, I think being that's an unhealthy yeah. trend. I think like being vulnerable here on the podcast, like I fell into that last summer and we had a conversation mm -hmm. about that because, um, I think I definitely fell into that pressure of needing to say something and yeah. it's like, but did that need to be, yeah. you know, and looking back on it, like I, Oh my gosh. It's just so embarrassing. Honestly, that's how I feel about it. Like, it's just, I can't believe that um, I was so ingrained in social media and what others were saying and what others were doing that I let it get to that point yeah. where I posted something that um, just shouldn't have been said and it wasn't founded in truth yeah. and I didn't run it by anybody. I was just trying to get the approval or the, um, just the anti-hatred of people from yeah the, the, which you know? is an interesting place to be when you do um you know you you have some people who like are literally using the words are, are throwing out silence is violence yes and so it is like hey declare your allegiance or your side or else and or like if you're not if you're not with us and you're not voicing that you're with us then you're against yeah. us and you're with the other side. well and that the social media space is where that has to happen yes. versus just the way you live your life. Mm. And so, yeah, there are so many directions we could uh, take this conversation. Um, yeah, this might be a two-parter. Well, I have, so I have thought of, definitely after this past summer and stuff and, and seeing a lot of what I did not like on social media, I kind of asked myself, you know, like, is there anything good about it? Like, yeah. Should I just advocate, like, should I delete them all? Should I advocate for those I have, you know, influence with to also get off of it, you know, as a pastor with our church? Like, you know, what should be my kind of general stance? And, you know, it, it, there's probably not a one-size-fits-all. I, I, I think for me, one of the things I just kind of reflected on was, like, okay, what was it supposed to do? And at its best, what does it do? Like, what does social media accomplish? And at, at its best, 
it helps me to stay connected and involved with people I know. Yes. And so, and even, even in that regards, like, it's not the people I live in proximity to that it's at its best. And so, like, I hopefully would not find out your opinion on something via your social media. Like, yeah. we see each other multiple times per week. I'd rather know what's going on in your life because we have a conversation. But, you know, I have parents who live in Kentucky. I have, my, I'm not in the same town I went to high school with. Um, I've, I've been blessed that I've been able to travel overseas. So I have friends in multiple different countries. Yes. And so at its best, it allows me to, to legitimately still stay connected uh, with people I don't get to see. But at its worst, it becomes this space, yeah, like on the political, on the social, what, what, or, I mean, a time waster. There's all these negatives. And so that was one thing I, I tried to, you know, just begin to move towards for myself. Like, okay, I think at its best, it lets me stay connected to people. At its worst, it does all these other things. So I want to just interact with it at its best, you know, so... Um, people, you know, I get to see when, you know, a friend has a new kid mm, or if somebody changes that. jobs. Um, you when know, people I, post their dog. Yeah. Good things. Yeah. You know, see my nieces and nephews birthday parties that I didn't show up, you know, those sorts of things. My, my friends overseas, you know, that's like, we can't really text. So yeah, I use Facebook messenger for that with my friendships in other countries to check in with people and all the rest of it. I just don't engage in, um, and so, and honestly, it's funny because it, I feel like it's kind of gotten the least popular. I, I'm kind of just utilizing Facebook again. Mm. Um, I, I do have a Twitter. I've never used it to connect with people I know. I, I like following news and current events. And so, you know, I, I follow a lot of news sources. So I just kind of see what's going on in the world and Twitter. I don't interact with people. I don't, I don't comment. I don't post. Um, you know, I just kind of like look at articles and things like that. Um, I haven't done it, but me and Emily were talking recently about maybe just officially being done with Instagram. Like delete the account? Yeah, because we've, we've done seasons before of like, uh, just, you know, to make it hard. So it's less of a time waster. Like I'll change my password um, to something I can't remember, like 18 numbers and write it down, or I'll have to just reset the password. And so it's like a good to take a break. But Instagram, you know, it's funny how different ones do different things. Um, I feel like Instagram just like... Uh, feeds insecurity for a lot of people and also just like fuels dissatisfaction. Yeah. And it does it, me and Emily, my wife have talked about it a lot because it, both of us, it's a negative, but it's kind of a negative in different ways. So for her, and, and, and she, you know, is pretty open about this, like it will feed insecurity either on like, my in clothes comparison. aren't, not, yeah, my clothes aren't nice enough or I'm not as in good a shape or, you know, whatever it might be, the whole influencer genre yes. thing. For me, it just kind of like makes me, like just irritated with my current life you know mm. like um you know i've got a pretty strong travel streak and so it's like you know i'll just look around at life and be kind of dissatisfied and it kind of fuels um you know just kind of like fantasy like oh if i could just go do this or if i could just go do this so much so i like to share this story um a couple of years back we got the chance to go to italy um, so kind of once in a lifetime trip, you know, we had just finished, um, a church trip in Albania. So me and Emily got to stay in Italy for an extra two weeks, you know, it was so cool. You know, wow. got to go do all those things, very Instagram worthy places. And so we had found all these different Airbnbs, <laughs> you know, and we got to travel around for like 14 days, you know, went to Venice and those things. But we had found this one Airbnb that was literally like in a castle. 
So it's like so cool. It's in Tuscany, and so I mean, it wasn't a huge castle, but like this family still owned. There was like three or four rooms in it they rented out, and so I remember at one part, you know, we were literally in this castle, and you know, we just had some downtime before dinner. So like Emily was getting ready, and I was just like sitting, and I was scrolling Instagram, and I remember like I followed a bunch of different travel accounts, you know, just because they post cool pictures from around the world, and I was, and I remember I don't remember what it was, but I remember like looking at this picture of somewhere else. And be like, oh man, it looks so cool. I wish I could go there. And I remember it just at that moment just kind of struck me like, I'm literally like on a once in a lifetime <laughs> vacation. Like I'm staying in a castle. I'm staying in a castle in Italy and I'm looking at this picture wishing I was somewhere else. Mm. I'm like, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> and so it just like fuels that. Because there's something, you know, I do like pictures. I think photography school, those sorts of things. But it, there is something about images that's really compelling yes. and so that's why I think it can fuel like that comparison or that dissatisfaction because uh, it just uh, hits you on a, on a different level versus maybe just like reading something mm. yeah and it yeah I don't know I just catch myself all the time like when I'm doing something awesome I'm like oh I need to post this on Instagram so other people see how awesome my life is and like as most people know like I'm not in an awesome season right now so why would I be flexing on Instagram yeah. that my life is so awesome and things are so awesome? Um, it's because I need to feel that. I don't know. It's like it's like it's like one of those head truth, heart truth things yeah. that we talk about. It's like head truth. Like I know I find my value in God. I know that I don't need these things. But why does approval yeah. from man feel so good? Like why do I feel like I need it so badly? Yeah. So I think that's for me why. I go through, like, every time someone asks me about it, I'm like, oh, I'm off Instagram. I'm off Instagram. Oh, uh, yeah, flex, off Instagram. You know, then it becomes I'm, a flex I'm, to I'm be off social that. media. Yeah, I'm yeah. better than that. It's just this whole, like, convoluted, it's so complex. Like, we yeah. could unpack it just for. Yeah. But I want to end on just, like, a practical, like, we'll probably have another conversation about this. But just, like, practical um, for, you know, our brothers and sisters in Christ. Like, how would you, I guess, just encourage them? to navigate through social media, yeah. you know, just some words of wisdom, a takeaway. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like sometimes we can want to uh, avoid extremes, but honestly, I think there's a large amount of people that should not be on social media. And I, I and that, honestly, it's probably most of us. And so even like, like I said, me and Emily were having this talk recently about Instagram. We're like, well, what does it do at its best? Yeah, we get to post some pictures mm. and show off our cute kid. Facts, um, cute kid. Yeah, which is basically <laughs> my Instagram yes. now. It's just pictures. Of, a lively of fan lively. account. Yeah, um, which so we have other outlets for family like that are more exclusive. Like there, there's an app called Family Album. So if I upload that, my mom gets to see yeah. those things. And so, at its best, what is it doing for us? Not much. Yeah. Um, and at its worst, it is causing us both emotional and spiritual issues yes and so like we've been kind of we've always been kind of hesitant because, like for some reason i don't know it has this weird pull on it you. has this hold on uh, your but we'll heart. Uh, i mean that that was our most recent conversation like hey we should probably just like be done for instagram because inevitably it always comes back to like oh we need a break yeah and so if it's always causing us like this pause like like what good is it actually doing us? So mm -hmm. more than likely we're going to be done with Instagram. We're going to delete our accounts and not reopen that door. Um, I'll have to go screenshot all the pics of Lively. Yeah, you can <laughs> download. I'm pretty sure that's a thing too. You can download. Like we'll probably 
pull all of our pictures off because like yeah i'm sure we've lost some of those pictures that we uploaded so that's kind of nice you know like we had you know there and yeah not to just be <laughs> super negative like we took a trip with some friends a couple years ago to costa rica so if i go back to that hashtag all six of us you know uploaded and i can you know really you know that's a it's an online it's photo good, album it's a good thing yeah that comes out of instagram yeah but we can do that in another way yeah um versus just endlessly scrolling everybody else's pictures or just random accounts um, so honestly, I think there's a lot of people like, instead of like, here's your three steps to use it well, if it is a negative in your life, like get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. I think too, too often we might seek to justify something that's really not good for us. Um, so I, I'm, I'm probably still going to keep Facebook. Um, it's one of the ways I interact with members of our church. And like I said, most of my friendships out of the country, it's one of the ways I keep up with them. So to me, that's still a redemptive thing. Um, that's enough right now for me to keep it. Um, there is a lot of people I've added kind of on WhatsApp so I can just message them. And so maybe at some point I'll get rid of Facebook too. Um, so that's one thing. Um, yeah. An another thing, you know, and you know, I don't have to make the decision for you if you want to still keep it. Um, I would say interact with people, you know, so actually interact with them. Don't just judge what they post. Um, you know, so like view it as like, if it was supposed to be designed to help you stay connected, use it to help you stay connected, you know, send somebody a message, actually write a comment. Um, I don't think it's helpful. What, what I see, I think the most right now on Facebook is just, it's always just shares. So it's almost nothing original. Yeah. It, and so it's another way of just like promoting your own opinion, I think. Mm. Um, and, and not all of that's negative. You do see people like, Hey, um, you know, I need a plumber. Does anybody have a suggestion? You know, you see those kind of things, and that's not all bad. It is a it is a network in that regard. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say interact with people. You know, um, uh, you know, some people I think even with best intentions like might ask a controversial question, say like, "Hey, I really do want you know open dialogues." Honestly, I, I do not think online is the place to have hard conversations at all. Um, mm -hmm. I just don't think it's productive. Um, and you know, I've kind of gone down that path a couple of different times and it's always gone bad. And so I don't think e even in like, even if you're not trying to be antagonistic, I don't think debate works well on online platforms. And so honestly, if you were looking for suggestions, I would say don't. So I have a hard and fast rule for myself that I don't really, um, I won't comment on somebody else's political posts. Yeah. And I've, you know, I have typed out things. Um, and then backspaced it because, uh, you know, stick to, yes. your, stick to your rules, Jared. Um, so, yeah, so if you want to be connected to people, be connected to people. Um, I, I wouldn't just use it as a platform to express all your opinions. I don't, I don't think that's helpful. Yeah. Um, but honestly, um, more and more, I would just encourage people to take a good hard look on if they actually need it or not. Yeah. And if you don't, it'll, it'll probably be hard. It'll probably be like a detox. I mean, anytime I've, like, taken breaks, it's tough. You know, I still think about it pretty constantly those first you know three weeks or so um so i'm not saying that would be an easy um choice but honestly probably probably most people would their life would be better if they just didn't have that as a part of it yeah yep that's good yeah instagram i think th i i just i'm talking about instagram because man instagram just that's really wrecks me like yeah. it it is not good for me i think something else about it about it that i hate is that um like there are a lot of the people that I follow, they're not necessarily all Christian. So I think I get influenced by their not Christian ideas of fun, yeah. 
or um, just the things that they're posting or the things they say. And if I'm not careful and I surround myself in that, I can catch myself slipping into that. So I think it just falls back into that proverb that says, like, uh, you know, if you surround yourself with fools. If you walk with fools, yeah. you become a fool. Yeah. yeah, that. It's just like if you surround yourself with things that, aren't healthy or with people that aren't healthy because all they do is surround, you know, do the social media thing, then it's like, of course you're going to be like that. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's the reason that, um, I mean, people have literally like, it's a profession now of being an influencer. Yeah. And it's because we, as people are very influenceable. Mm. And so, yeah, if you have something that catches your eye, you know, you're going to be drawn towards that. And so that's why people are literally making a living by just posting pictures that have an impact on us. It's because it's effective. And we are like, and we can do a whole nother thing about like the ad, like those are all ads to get you to buy things and spend yeah, your money yeah. on these products that they don't even Consu care. About. Or even not, you know, sometimes it's a, a lifestyle thing like, mm. like travel, which, you know, has an appeal for me. You know, it is that, oh, I need to really live. I need this, mm. you know? And yeah, so and that's why I would say it fuels dissatisfaction. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I think just, yeah, I like what you said about ask yourself in your life, does it do more good than harm? Yeah. And just like reflect on that, and I—I I mean, I'd love to hear from the person that says good because you know maybe we can learn from that. So write in if that's you, yeah. and if it's not, delete it. You don't need it. Yeah, which is interesting because <laughs> I feel like the more as I talk to people, you know, if this topic kind of comes up, a lot of people would probably say, "Yeah, it's probably a net bad," but we all still have our socials. Yep. Yeah, it—it it has this weird hold too, which should also kind of throw up a flag of like, okay, why is it so hard for me to just not look at this? Yeah. Because uh, it kind of, kind of gets in your brain and, you know. It, yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting there right now, you know, like. Yeah. Just same. came off a of social media fast for Lent and then now I'm back on and I just posted some Easter pics and I'm like, ooh, you know, feeling good. But it's like, why? Why did I do that? Why did I, the day that Lent ended, I was like, I'm not going to get on Instagram today. I don't need it. What did I do? I got on Instagram and it just makes, it It just fuels disappointment in myself too. Yeah. It's like, why am I so addicted to this thing that I yeah. know is bad? It's well, we didn't even touch on it, but it's like, I mean, I mean, we're just like so anti-boredom. So like, I mean, we just, so some yes. of it's not even like yes. dissatisfaction or, you know, those sorts of things. It's just like, I, I hate like quiet moments. So just like, yeah. I mean, like, when was the last time, and we're going to get weird, we'll, we'll be real. Like, when was the last time I went to the toilet and, like, didn't feel that time just, like, scrolling through something? Right. It's like I can't sit still for, like, four minutes. So, also, we've conditioned ourselves to fill every single moment with something, yes. some type of content. And, yeah, we're going to have to recover just, like, being okay with being bored for five minutes. Yeah, or even, like, um, being quiet and still and letting... I mean, if if it's on the toilet, you know it's probably not quiet or you still, but but not toilet. toilet. It's like uh, just in those quiet and still moments, like letting God speak, yeah. or listen or being open to that yeah. instead of just ah uh, okay. Instagram. Yeah, you like you like stoplights. <laughs> yeah, it's like I know it's gonna be like twenty seconds. I'll still pull up my phone. It's like dang, call yeah. me out. I mean, call my friends out. Yeah, my no, friends. No, okay, I mean, it's all this, but yeah, so. this was a good one. I. There'll be a part two, I bet. Maybe so. I feel like we talked way more about problems than solutions. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned, guys. Maybe we'll do a, a follow-up episode about yeah. Which, practical. and that's, you know, that's the thing is being, we need to be willing to have conversations about these areas of life that, it's not trivial. Like, yeah. Social media is not a trivial thing. It's a, I mean, it's a huge industry for a reason because it's had uh, a big, very big impact on us as people. 
in mm-hmm. our society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that, yeah, it's good that, like, you and I had this convo because we've both talked about, like, needing to get off of it. Yeah, maybe like it's a deep, fuel some of that for right? us. Right, it's a deep desire. It's like, I have this desire to get off Instagram, but I can't. And I, I mean, I've heard, like, the thing that Jared said about he changed his password to a super long thing and then he like wrote it on a piece of paper and hid it somewhere. Like I've literally done that. Oh, yeah. But the problem is this is a Facebook and Instagram thing. They're smart. They're linked. The accounts are linked. So I just <laughs> click on Instagram, log in with Facebook. See, mine's actually, I never linked mine. So I have two independent like I have Facebook no idea. what I don't know what my Instagram password is. It's one of those long auto-generated ones and I wrote it down and I put it in a book and then I put it on my bookshelf at home. So yeah. I have no, I don't know which book it's in. I don't, like I guess I got to Well, you can still reset it through an email. Not to Uh-oh. give you any clues. So that's I just Uh-oh. like when I'm just trying to take a break, I just throw a speed bump. Or because if I just if I just log out, you know, if the next time I get just slightly bored, I'll just re-log back in. Yeah. But if I know it's this longer number that I can't remember, like okay, I should log like, oh, back I'll in. I'll do something else. But if I really wanted to, I could just reset the password. But so that's why I think um, move definitely moving towards. You know, and I'm sure it's a complicated process because they don't want you to, but I'm going to figure out if I can, like, actually, like, delete, delete. Yeah, you can deactivate your account for sure. Well, but see, Facebook lets you deactivate, but then if you log in, it reactivates. So I think you... No, Instagram, like, um, if you're unactive for two weeks, then it deletes. Really? Yep. I I read that. So, like, if you deactivate and then don't reactivate after two weeks? Okay, well, I'll, I'll look it up, but... I would like it to just go away and not give me the option (laughs) to get back into it. Yeah. Yeah. This was a good one. Hope this was helpful. We all struggle with social media. Hopefully. Mm. Maybe it's just us. I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's whole, like, documentaries about this at this point. Ah, you're right. Okay. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Asking for a Friend. If you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please email us at askingforafriend@psbible.com. If you're interested in learning more about our church, visit psbible.com. Bye!